All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I hate to break the fishing news up your M check, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Episode 240 of the Real Life Podcast. Hello, I'm Tyler Uramchuk. Happy holidays. I feel like I can start saying that now because we're getting real close to the Christmas season. Uh, Next Monday, I think, is when we're planning to do our Real Life Christmas Extravaganza episode. Uh, But episode 240 brought to you by Oodle Noodle. 14 locations in Edmonton. Number 15 is coming. It's also the only company that I voice a radio advertisement for. Um, So Oodle Noodle, check them out. And if if you go in store or do curbside pickup, 10% 10% of your order or 10% of the proceeds go towards a local charity. It's great stuff. You guys have raised what over a hundred thousand dollars already over a hundred thousand dollars. Unbelievable. And, and 14,000 meals. I was going to say also, I saw you guys, Jay dropping off a bunch of meals at the convention center uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was awesome. A to be financial, uh, reached out seeing if they could partner up with us to do something big. So we dropped off, uh, enough food for them to feed the convention center for the entire day tomorrow. So that's super cool. Thank you, um, ATB. Jesus. Yeah, thank you, ATB. Did honestly. you think, Jay, when you worked at ATB back in the day that when you were 2020, that ATB would be calling you up and like wanting to do deals with you to do shit like that? I'm probably working harder for them now than I did <laughs> when I actually worked for them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's great. They, I, they're, they're extracting all of that, uh, 
all that time I was taking to help build the nation and noodle noodle. <laughs> uh, they're getting it all back, but yeah, uh, no kidding. Hey, you were working on the DL while you were there. And then it all uh, I was doing that outside of company hours, ATB, but uh, I'll never for forget when we up. were in Banff when you won the diamond award and we were sitting at Melissa's steakhouse drinking beer. And you're like, man, if I'm going to go get that award, I need to leave right now. And then you ordered another beer. And I was like, that is impressive. <laughs> he won an award, Bag Milk, and then didn't go get it at the company awards. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, and then they sent me, and then they sent me uh, this frame uh, that's like congratulating on me, and you're supposed to put the photo with you and the CEO in it that for, for uh, from that night. Yeah, and since I wasn't there, I didn't have the photo, so I just drew like Stickman me and Stickman Dave Mullet, who was the CEO at the time, uh, handing me something. Wow, uh, that's living. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but uh, it just, I, uh, Chalmers is here. But Chalmers, just wait one second. You're up, Chuck. Some business. Uh, we need to create a new Oodle Noodle ad. Yeah, I ooh. I was going to say that on the podcast here, but when I was sitting in my car listening to the ad, I was like, ooh, we got to voice a new one talking about $100,000 and all that and, and redoing all that. I was literally yeah. going to text you about that today. We get a, need to get a new one. You know, God bless Gregor. Uh, he he supports his, his advertisers. So he reached out saying, okay, dude. Time for to update the uh, the creative. So, uh, do you want me? Uh, do you want me voicing it again, or would you like me uh, to find someone else? Could you maybe try it in an accent? Oh, that'd be nice. Absolutely not. Um, I do get a lot of feedback about it though. Uh, Chalmers, <laughs> I've seen that there. Back in uh, back in his truck, Chalmers. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. 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 I wanted yeah, to welcome everyone into the podcast. Uh, as we do after we talk about Noodle Noodle for a few minutes, we do a listener profile. Which is brought to you by Wait, Noodle Noodle. This was on the this was on the podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> well, you thought we were just shooting the shit? Yeah, I did actually, because you two aren't on camera, so I didn't know you were there. Yeah, don't well, worry. That's the level of effort we put here. Oh. You literally, it is indistinguishable. This show from how we actually talk to each other. Chalmers, I will do some editing, so don't worry. Yeah. Uh, the people <laughs> listening to this will not know what we're referencing at all. It will be taken out of the podcast. Now we got a listener profile to do, uh, and and this is one of our one of the people who likes engaging with us a lot. I know he's uh, often on Bagged Milk's uh, live chats as well. Uh, Angus on Instagram reached out. His uh, his name is Angus H O U T. I think I just call him Angus Hout, right? Yep, Angus yeah. Hout. Angus Hout. Uh, so here here's what we know about Angus. He he went to school at Herzing College in Winnipeg for broadcasting and journalism. As an aside, I also believe he's been pretty vocal about wanting to take my job here at The Nation. Uh, he'll yep. be doing his internship at The Goat in Lloyd Minster. I got a couple friends that I went to radio school with who work at The Goat. So uh, when you head out there, make sure you say hi to Daniel Soul, who's an absolute beauty, but he is a Leafs fan. Uh, he runs his own podcast that apparently both Jay and Wanya have been on called A Slice of Beef, which is a great podcast as well. I've also been on it. Thank oh. you. All right. Oh, no, I didn't. I apologize, okay. Angus. I helped him with a school project, actually. Uh, uh, ah, so did I, actually. I, I did that as well. I, weren't uh, weren't guest-worthy, eh? Advertise- weren't guest-worthy, eh, Bag Milk? No, that's fine. Nobody needs to talk to me. <laughs> they want to talk to the alternate Bag Milk. He's got a better podcast anyway. Oh. Yeah, Angus yeah. has an advertiser that's like Grandma's Baking at the Strathcona Market, and he makes memes about it hardcore and reps them hard. I respect how hard he grinds for grandma's bacon. Respect that for your sponsors. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting fact. He walked across Lake Winnipeg over a three day period, which 
seems insane. Uh, the first real life podcast he listened to was the episode with Josh Brown. So almost three years ago, um, his favorite Oilers moments are or favorite podcast moments. Sorry, are whenever we hear stories about Blue Chicago. So do you guys have a story Yay! about Blue Chicago? Oh, no? oh sure. Got, <laughs> got right, anything Pete. to throw at us right now? Home We're going to put a photo of Blue. What's that? Home of the $5 steak. Home of the $5 steak. Really? Was, was that your loss leader? Well, we didn't know what a loss leader was, so we invented a $5 steak. <laughs> so we realized we were losing a bunch of money on our highest selling item. <laughs> we had a buddy be like, I went to this bar that was so busy in Australia, and it had a $5 steak. We're like, great idea. And we didn't factor in that like the Australian dollar is much stronger than the Canadian dollar. And because it was the $5 steak where he'd gone, we were just like, we'll do that. And everyone was like, how the hell do you make this so cheap? We're like, we don't know. Hmm. I was actually we're reading, I don't know why I was reading about chicken at Costco and how that's a $40 million loss leader yeah. for them every year. Oh, the roasted chicken? Just all chicken in general is so cheap mm-hmm. at Costco. And they're just like, we know we're getting hosed on chicken, but you got to walk through the entire store to get there. It's like strategically placed at the back in every Costco so that you need to walk by all the shit to get there. Yep. It's that. Theoretically, the, the $5 dollars. steak was a similar beat, but I don't know that we made any money on the back end. <laughs> Uh, Angus's all-time favorite Oilers memory is watching the Oilers blow out the Jets 6-2 at MTN play, MTS Place in Winnipeg. He's lived in Winnipeg for the last four years, um, so he's yet to try Oodle Noodle, but he will try it for the first time when he goes home for Christmas this year. Angus, we are anxiously awaiting your review of Oodle Noodle. Most exotic place he's listened to the podcast is New Zealand. Currently, when he wrote this, he was at a 4 out of 10, which I did not want yes. to hear. Oh, nice. That's Angus, a that's casual. All right. Yeah, must have been the morning or the afternoon. Yeah, you will. He, uh, I guarantee, he knows about Mitzi's though, right, Jay? Well, if you've been, yeah. How do you, how do you not go to Winnipeg and walk around downtown and not find out about Mitzi? Yeah, the best. And and that their van cabs only allow four people in it for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah and you happy. can stay in a hotel inside a hospital like we did. <laughs> yes, right yeah. in the middle of Stab Country. Which yeah. is very interesting to be sitting in your hotel lobby and watch a guy pushing an IV bag stroll past. <laughs> it gets me thinking about the future and my later stages of life, and it's never too early to plan. Yeah. Oh, man, what a great weekend that was for the Heritage Classic. <laughs> yeah, that was such a good hotel. <laughs> uh, planning things last minute, that's what you get. Yep. Hey, we found it. We made it work. Absolutely, oh, yeah. we did. Later, when I needed to have a monkey blood transfusion, midnight too, <laughs> I was already at the hospital. That was helpful. Yeah, everyone was helpful right. safe that weekend. Uh, coming up today on the podcast, we're also going to be joined by Scott Hastings. That in about 30 minutes, we're going to chat a little bit about NFL betting. We're almost getting to the end of NFL betting season. Like, what, we got maybe a month longer? Eh, no, I shouldn't say a month longer. We got like six more weeks, I guess, um, if you factor in playoffs and all that good stuff. But we'll chat with Scott coming up here in about 30 minutes. Hopefully the transition from talking to Scott about NFL betting will go nicely with the NHL season starting up, but who knows now when that's happening because it sounds like January 13th is no longer going to happen and it's going to be a little bit further down the line. Uh, Just from the people I've been hearing stuff from and listening to radio interviews and reading stuff on the internets today, it sounds like they all kind of know January 13th is now like best case scenario. Realistically, it's probably like, you know, end of January start for the regular season and it's probably going to be in like modified bubbles to start, which sucks. What's a modified bubble? So, like, all the Canadian teams in the Canadian division will go to Edmonton or Toronto. All the teams in, like, the Metro division will go to Newark. 
I think Columbus was one and Vegas was the other. So like all the divisions will go to a hub bubble for like three weeks and play the first three weeks of the season in a bubble. Say hub bubble again. Hub bubble. Hub bubble. <laughs> you so crazy. <laughs> they are. Hey, what are you doing over there? I'm just driving. I'm, I'm driving around now by my house because I'm going to go home. You be oh, careful wow. out there, Chalmers. It's snowing pretty uh, yep. heavily out there. It is. I just drove from short, or from Spruce Grove, and it was not fun. Uh, for Since this is a podcast and no one knows what just happened, Chalmers showed Jay a house on our FaceTime call. and Jay. That's Jay's, that's Jay's brand new house. That's the one he's oh. moving into. It's oh, great. really? That looks really uh, cool. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, awesome house. The, the landscaping out front could be described best as a Japanese meditation garden, which is very calm, um, probably what seems to be six acres worth of plants. And uh, going to be a real life-changing event for him to have to take care of. I will have my own fortress of solitude. Is there a pool in the backyard? Uh, there actually is. There is a pool in the backyard. I was going to say, it I is, feel like we've talked about that before. It's a yeah, super well, cool we can have a We can have a 12-listener uh, pool party. Ooh, real-life pool party. That'd be real nice. That might be. We even have Pooley RV over for the pool party. Would be amazing. That would be amazing. You know um, something we haven't done in a while, and I'd like to do one right now. Are you going to keep is, it 100? You're going to keep it 100? Yeah. No. Read oh. listener reviews. There's a uh, brand new There's a brand new review up as of Thursday. It is headlined, Chalmers. And it simply reads, more Chalmers. <laughs> 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 Shit! <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Review by Chalmers. No, man. <laughs> Chalmers is the only star on this show. Oh, yeah. I knew it. Chalmers, I am Jermaine Dupree, and you are both people in crisscross, and I knew you'd be a hit. I was right. I was going to give him bow wow. I love it when I see that because I have zero idea how this comes across half the time. And reading those reviews is like that little glimpse into it because you guys know I'm not good on social media. And so I kind of like, I just kind of saw that and it made me, made me laugh, made me feel happy. Made me so good. that one, uh, that one came in from Josh Bosch 92 about a week ago on December 10th. Just says again, title is Chalmers five star <laughs> review and the comment more Chalmers. Chalmers. I sent you a fucking meme surveyor Brett made of your own life. That guy, I'm, he got a new picture. It was nice. Yeah. yeah he sent, yeah, you know what? The hangover one for the hangover, uh, the hangover edition of, Real life last week was pretty good. You yeah, haven't made it till you've been memed, man. I know. That's I love fair. his work. He's got to keep it up. He, uh, Surveyor Brett sent me a DM. He's like, this cowboy hat's going to get a lot of play. I'm not going to lie to you. The Kangol? That was a hat. Well, I'm, I have a cowboy hat on the picture because uh, he clearly took it from, like, my. I must have taken it from, I don't even know where he got it, but it was, uh, it was a <laughs> Halloween party. I went as a cowboy. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and um, I looked pretty damn good. Many say like Tim McGraw. <laughs> Many would say. The I've po- heard that. The posit- so your M truck yep. as a guy, I could give less of a fuck about football than anybody. Yeah. Give me a non-team specific. How is the NFL season going with Corona? Is it shutting everything down and fucking everything up, or have they made it work even though they don't do a bubble? Like what happened? <laughs> here's a here's a fun little stat for you. There have been multiple, like we're talking a lot of positive tests on every day throughout the week, throughout the season, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But magically, they have had like maybe one positive test on a Sunday when they play their games. Does that sound right to you? So has it had a big impact on the season? 
they've had to move a lot of games around and shit like that. Um, I mean, I mean, do you like? Sorry uh, to interrupt, but do you think it's a lot of games? Because in my opinion, like, there's been four teams that have kind of had it bad, yeah. and um, you know, like with the with the Denver Broncos, Wanya, uh, they they basically took the just the quarterbacks got it because they are quarantined together, like the quarterbacks. But they kind of busted protocol not doing it, and all of them got it. And instead of like canceling their game, it's almost like they punished them, and they made them play with a practice squad quarterback. And it was one of the most ridiculous things in the world. He's he was actually injured. a wide receiver. He was a wide receiver. Oh wow! Yeah. And so, but 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 then there's other teams like the Baltimore Ravens who you know you could you, you I guess it was kind of not their fault, so they moved a couple of their games. What is, they've done a great job though at rescheduling the games and. Last week, we had football on every day of the week. Well, I think that was two weeks ago. We didn't have we Wednesday. No Wednesday. Yes, yes, we did. There was that Wednesday afternoon game. Oh, Pittsburgh. yeah, sorry. Then we didn't have whatever it was, it was Friday or we Saturday. We didn't have Friday. Yeah. No, it was every single day. No, that did that definitely oh. did not wow. happen. Wow, I bet on Jomers. I bet on Jomers. All right. No, it well, wasn't. Think, yeah, it wasn't every single day, but it felt I like every, it was every single day. Jomers, I, I just it. bet on you. You better be right. <laughs> He's not right. No yeah, one even uh, took a bet. The NFL's found a way to make it work, and they've been moving games. Like it, it, and you know the quality of the product has been there, except for just that silliness uh, with the Denver game. So do you need to run an NBA type bubble to make pro sports work during but the I pandemic? Think, I think that the NFL's got a massive advantage in that they only play once a week. Yeah, that's but very the, true. The other best part about it is we got football Saturday. I don't know if yeah, anybody's yeah. noticed that. Yeah. Bills. It's like playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that's very exciting. So I'm uh, pretty excited about your M Tech. Ask me my NFL trivia question. That simplicity personified. Hit me. Hey, do you do you want an NFL question or do you want to hear the latest on James Harden? Because I think you'll like this. He's so, sick. He well, is he though? Like I don't know. But basically, James Harden was in Vegas with Lil Baby for his birthday. Yeah. And, yes. Yes. And for his birthday, James Harden gave him like a hundred thousand dollars cash, uh, a new watch, like a yeah. Richard Mill watch. Something yes. else, a bunch of biscuits as well was a part of the gift. But I love biscuits. that he, yeah, like biscuits. He gave him biscuits and a hundred grand cash. Yeah. So then James Harden, who has asked his team, the Houston Rockets, for a trade, also just decided to not show up to training camp on time. He just didn't want to. He hanging with little baby in Vegas. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he finally comes back. There's talk about him being out of shape in his press conference. <laughs> they were like. Why didn't you come to training camp? And he goes, oh, I was in Vegas with a personal trainer. I was training. Don't worry about it. And everyone's like, well, <laughs> we saw the pictures of you with Lil Baby at his birthday in Vegas. So you weren't. Um, but now, like, there's basically a smear campaign coming from inside the Rockets organization. And apparently last season, whenever they would have, like, two days off between games, James Harden would be renting a private jet and be going to party with, like, rappers and stuff. And he would just fly back on game day. And, like, go drop 50 points. Like, wasn't quite an MVP candidate, but was, like, one of the better players in the league. But his thing was just like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll just pack up the private jet, go party for a couple of days. I'll be back on game day. You guys don't worry about it. Maybe he had to stay loose. Wow, that's like Barry Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, one of the people from inside the Rockets organization who leaked this was like, how could you say anything? Like, you couldn't be like, James, stop doing that because he was dropping, like, triple doubles, yeah. 50 points all the time. So, like... How can you argue it? But uh, there you go, Wanye. James Harden. He should be your favorite basketball player because he parties hard with well, no baby. Well, no shit. Now that I know he's going to squander it in the most musical way possible, will he drop an album eventually? I would say almost certainly. 
That seems possible, yeah. He's making like 47 million bucks a year, too. It's crazy. He is? Oh, yeah, man. He's loaded. Oh, he's one Maybe it doesn't matter then. Maybe he'll never drop a note in his life. Isn't he like rumored to go to the Bucks? Uh, no, I don't th- I don't think he's going to go to the Bucks. They're pretty low down on like the betting odds of where he can go. But the rumors are he really wanted to go to Brooklyn because um, he wanted to play with, you know, Kyrie, KD, and all that. Uh, but Brooke, hang out yeah, with Jay Z. Yeah. Hang out with Jay Z. But Brooklyn or Houston would only do the trade if Kyrie was involved, and that's a non-starter. So he wanted to go to Brooklyn. He said he's open to Miami, Philly, and there was one other one that I'm totally blanking on right now. Um, but it's interesting. Like the NBA is so interesting, like that, where James Harden, who is, I mean, superstar player, can just basically sit there and be like, not only do I want to trade. I am going to tell you the only places I will go. Like the players run the show there. It's it's a fascinating contrast compared to the NHL. Anyways, well, there's and there's also just even the general player movement in the NBA yeah, is interesting. Announced. Don't they like arrange their own trades and signings amongst themselves and then tell the teams what to do? That yeah, like pretty much that's what James Harden's doing here. Like he doesn't have trade protection or anything, but he's basically like, yeah, sure, you can trade me wherever you want. But I'm going to make it public. I'm only going to these four cities. So good luck trading me to anywhere else. Like that kind of stuff. (laughs) Meanwhile, the Rockets want to keep them. And it's just a shit show. But I mean, the NBA always has great stories like this floating around. Um, It's we're we're getting we're still a little bit away from Scott Hastings from Odd Shark. So Wanye, what's the latest on on Mouse's side? I was just trying to do the math on if James Harden makes $42 million a year. 47, I think. I assume he would earn some sort of endorsement deals outside of there. He's got okay. a pretty big shoe deal. So would it be safe to say he makes $50 million a year? Probably even. I, I mean, I don't know exactly what his endorsements are, but sure. So let's say he makes $50 million a year. Yeah. Him giving little baby a hundred grand mm-hmm. is like somebody making $50,000 a year, giving their friend a penny. Really? <laughs> According to uh, NBC Sports from late in 2019, James Harden makes an estimated $17 million per year in endorsements. Hmm. So, even so more. 55 million bucks is his estimated annual salary. So 60, it's literally 65. like giving someone a penny. Uh, yeah. It says, so what, I mean, this is what they've got here is 38.2 million from NBA, 17 million from endorsements. I don't know if that's correct. Oh, okay. well, I, I might be getting uh, Giannis's new deal confused with Harden. Maybe Harden only makes like 30 something. Anyways, basketball players make a shitload. That is. Wanya, your math is incorrect. I hate to burst your bubble. Oh, I didn't do the actual calculation. I was trying to work it out, and then he asked me about the mic. It's like giving uh, someone who makes 50 grand, giving someone $90. $90. Still. It's a decent birthday. We should have got we should have got Tyler to do the math on this one, Jay. Fuck. Oh, damn it. I don't even know how I would start with that. So you got to get 50 <laughs> mil or is that cross multiply and divide? That's what that would be, right? Yep. Well, if you want to take it that far, <laughs> sure. How else would you do it? Uh, I would pull out my phone, go yeah. 100,000 divided by 55 million. Take that percentage, times it by fifty thousand dollars, and then have it tell me <laughs> it's ninety dollars and ninety cents repeating. Yeah, you cross, you cross multiply and divide. That's what you just did. That's what I said. But do that mentally. Oh, I can't fucking do that mentally. I'd have to pull out my phone, but I would know like the steps are cross multiply and divide. So it's or saying my... fifty thousand. Oh fuck! 
Why? No. See, this is why See, you don't get it. Everyone this likes to fucking clown on me it. for my math. <laughs> you wouldn't even, no, you wouldn't even do it that way. You wouldn't say to yourself mentally, okay, I'm just going to cross, multiply, and divide this in my mind. Well, obviously no. not. You're going to try to, you're going to, it's essentially cross, multiplying, and divided, but you're going to try to establish what that percentage is that 100 grand goes yeah. into 50 million or 55 million. Mm-hmm. You're going to try to quantify that and then move it over and times it by 50,000. And while you two fools are trying to figure this out, James Harden's made another hundred grand. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Accurate. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I'm good at doing that kind of math because I do it a are lot like, for articles. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I would have gotten <laughs> so the right you're answer. Like, you're like, Oh, okay. I'm just going to cross multiply and divide this longhand. No, I just know the process is cross multiply and divide, but I do it on a calculator. James Harden makes, uh, by my math, I am using a calculator. He makes $6,278 per hour, every hour. Say that again. $6,278 per hour, every hour, all day, every day. Yeah, but I'm sure he's got agent fees. Yeah, of course. But that, that's his gross. Not that's enough gross for you, your check. Not enough for you? Uh, no, not, not, not Not impressing you yet? Maybe, maybe if you need some extra cash, he can be the one to fight Logan Paul. Or Jake Paul, whichever Paul brother is uh, doing the fighting. Um, okay, Wanya, mouse update. I want it. Oh, yeah, the mice update. Chalmers, why you had to tell me there's 10 mice somewhere in this house has ruined a ruinous year. So I have extracted three corpses from the main floor, and I've taken three out of the basement. I see nothing that looks like a mothership for any of these. These all appear to be the youth, but I can't sense any mice souls in the house. But then I also remember that they're fucking soulless little beasts, and that might be my issue. So I play the floor is lava nonstop now in my own house. And I wake up in the middle of the night convinced there's something in my bed, and I've thrashed around several times. And I've pulled five dead buggers out of here. So I don't know how I'm doing. I've seen no new bodies in four days. Is it five or six? I thought you said three up top and three down below. Three. So I said, yeah, that whatever it was right up in Get go three up top, three down below. Yeah, so six. See, yeah. quick math there, I'm Chuck. I added. See what I did? Yeah, I divided I crossed, by zero. I cross divided then... three plus three and cross divided it by one. <laughs> see, and I was gonna say something. Go, Wanya, isn't that six not five? But I'm not a dick, and I was like, you know what? I'm sure he just slipped. Oh, up you're a dick. Gonna... No, no, no. The bad <laughs> police are on high alert on this podcast. Uh, so anyway, six. So months. I don't know, man. I've got fucking plates of coffee beans ground up every which place. I've got dryer sheets everywhere, like a Tibetan prayer flag fluttering in the wind. I went and bought Irish Spring soap, and that's in every corner of the house. Why? Because it's all anti-mouse technology. Really? Oh, yeah. They hate coffee grounds. They hate Irish Spring, and they hate bounce sheets. So would you say you feel like you're winning the battle here? Well, my house smells strange as fuck. Mm. Pungent. Things in nostrils. Yeah. But I don't know how many days I got to go before no new kills before I can touch the floor. Well, it is amazing that we're talking about right, this right now at a moment when Chalmers had to bounce because he was the one that said, if I recall from a few episodes ago, it was two or three or four days without yeah. a kill. I'd say yeah, a week the, to be safe. When was the last kill? Four days ago. Oh, I think you're. I think, I think you think can relax. I don't, I'm not going to say you're in the clear, but I think you can relax a little. Everywhere when I'm downstairs, I look 
and I'm like a spooked elephant. Everywhere I look, I see one running, and I don't see shit. You like you're you're imagining them at this point. At this point, I'm on month eleven of a pandemic, locked in an imaginary mouse house. Fair enough. <laughs> twenty twenty in your head. Yeah. Oh mercy. Pretty wild. Pretty wild stuff. One good thing to come out of 2020 has been uh, my introduction to nutsack underwear, though. And I'm rocking them right now. The ba- I got, like, the baby blue color of nutsacks. I'm wearing Massive. them. And oh, I-, I do, too, Tyler. Next time we go on a nation vacation, we can match. That'll look real nice. Okay. Uh, Twiggingberries.ca. If you head over there, I mean, there's still time to get your Christmas shopping done. I know I've been saying that for a few weeks now, but Twiggingberries is your spot. You can use the promo code NATION15. You get 15% off. That's beautiful. That puts more money in your pockets. Also, they got a holiday collection up right now. They got some stocking stuffers. They had their holiday box. And don't forget, they have that fancy box that will help you keep your balls clean. I have no problem just coming right out and saying keep your balls clean. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. I'm fucking put off by that. It, I like it. it. Yep. Uh, the ball berries, wash. If you want Twig and berries, if you want to send me some nut butter or whatever Tyler's going to mention nut, right now, I am very excited about it. Ball wash is is the first one. You use that one in the shower. You can get the $20 bottle. It's actually sold out right now, so you need to go all the way up to the $30 bottle. That comes in like a pump thing. That's okay. Yeah, so you get the ball wash. Uh, here, here are some perks of the ball wash. Here, here's what we got. Activated charcoal. Deep cleans while helping remove bacteria, toxin, and dirt. Coconut oil helps reduce irritation, itch, and protect skin. Aloe vera, cucumber peel extract, lavender, and cedarwood oil. Natural vitamins, antioxidants, and anti-inflammatories to keep your skin feeling its best. And it'll smell incredible. Most men's body washes leave you smelling like a bottle of cologne. Blech. Wow. Exploded hey, on you? Also, Gross. Ball wash this could smells also, great. Hey, this could also double as a delicious sound. Yes, it does sound delicious, to be honest. I don't know if we can recommend drinking it. I'm just going to come right out and say that. But the Jolly Jewels Holiday Sack Pack, it's 60 bucks on Twig and Berries. You get the ball wash, you get the nut rub, and then you get the sack spray. When you're done everything, you know, you're done your shower, you're done your routine, you just take the sack spray and you, there you go. Little known fact, if you enter in the promo code, your MCHUCK12, he'll come apply that for you at your house. That's true. He'll binaca your beans with this fresh spray. He'll give you a little spritz. Okie doke. Uh, I do 15% see on, off with Nation 15. I do see on swigandberries.ca, Tyler, that they are also offering, you can book a private 30-minute shopping appointment at Twig and Berries if you don't have time to get something in the mail. Like How many that. pairs of underwear can I try on before I have too many that I'm not going to actually buy? What's the number? <laughs> Four? Five? I remember a promotion the Oilers did at a home game once. It was at Rexall where they gave a guy 60 seconds in the Oilers store and whatever he could put on, he could keep. So this dude was like ripping jerseys off hangers and like putting them on his arms and shit. He had hats stacked on his head. He was like throwing hoodie. It was it was a great promotion. If Twig and Berries did the same thing, I wonder how many pairs of underwear I could put on in sixty seconds. I could I could put on. I would say I could put on a dozen pair of undies at least. I think you'd have to go one pair per leg, and that way you could double and pull out. Well, maybe not. Maybe I don't know. maybe. Hey, what was that shopping show we used to watch as kids where you only had like 60 seconds in a cart and you had to run around the grocery store? Supermarket sweep. It's back. I watched it. It's actually still pretty good. The people who know to go to the meat section always win. Yeah, of course. You have to go to the meat section. You have to get the ribs. Unless it's Costco. Don't load up on chicken. No, never load up on chicken. Good call. Too cheap. All right. Well, we got the mouse update done. 
Shout out our friends at Twig and Berries. Uh, also, okay, I wanted to I wanted to bring this up. That what Nation Gear is doing right now with the thirty five dollar Nation shirt, which looks sharp, and then a twenty dollar gift card to a is it just a local restaurant or any local business? Well, it's 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 a hospitality okay. sport play, but like, but if people want to select a, a local business, that's fine too. Um, so yeah, so it was just something we just I don't know we were talking and just you know. You know, we, we deal with a lot of hospitality partners and, and whatnot and just trying to think of like, you know, bars and restaurants play such a vital role in kind of being a hockey fan, right? Yeah. Whether it be, you know, going for drinks before the game, after the game, or dinner before the game or after the game, or watching the game from home and ordering in food, um, or going to your neighborhood pub or, or restaurant to watch the game. Like, it plays such a vital role in, in just what being a, a hockey fan is. But I don't know, it was just kind of sitting with us and we were talking about what is something we could do to kind of help that. So this just kind of like literally came up as an idea on like Tuesday morning and we launched Tuesday afternoon uh, to do it. Everyone kind of said, thought, thought it was it was a good idea and a worthy cause. So, you know, we're we're making, uh, it's going to be a lot of work for us in the back end because uh, the the response has been very very good so far. Very good, and I'm looking um, right now, Jay, as, as you're as you're talking here, and just like, even, I'm just reading some of the notes that people are putting in. Just really grateful about helping some of their favorite shops out, and the the, the variety of different pubs and restaurants that I'm seeing in here in the back end, and the notes that people are asking for is just it's really cool to see this coming together. Are people buying? Yeah, hundred percent. No, it, it's been going good. So good idea. We weren't sure how people were going to react, and we weren't sure like if it was, was going to be like a flood of like a a thousand orders in one day, or if it's going to kind of like move on. So it's been good. It's just been moving at a good pace. Cool. So it's something that we can control on. But one thing, you know, we just want to let everyone know is first of all, uh, thank you for watching the video or sharing, or if you're able to purchase, great. Uh, but. Uh, just bear with us because we have to go and buy all those PCs. This yeah, is a like, huge make huge make work project for us, but this is we want to devote our time to help hospitality over the uh, the Christmas break. So uh, we'll be sending everything out in the uh, early New Year to everyone that uh, that bought. So and just like this, some of the support, Wanya, to answer your question is amazing. Like I'm looking here, and uh, I won't give everything, but a, a, a faithful citizen named Brock picked up ten shirts. Wow! Wow! So he just he's spreading his uh, his gift cards around a little bit, but wow. it's just yeah. really really cool to see. So here's and, and there's a sorry there's and, and there's, there's a good chunk of people too that uh, are just saying hey just pick any business you want and donate it to someone who needs it. Yep. Uh, especially a lot of people that don't live in Edmonton. Wow. Uh, are are doing that well? I, I, you know, and that it's just like I don't know, it's just a little bit of positivity and kind of like a weird time, especially oh, for a great friend, idea. Great idea. You Thank know, you, our everybody. friends in hospitality. You know, we you know Rick's the, you know. A, a, a guy on the nation team, uh, you know, he's a hospitality guy. He's affected by all this. Like, you know, like there's a lot of good people like Rick, who's you know, world's been kind of flipped upside down. That you know, play a vital role in what being a nation citizen is into kind of our hockey experience. We gotta. You don't think Rick's something. gonna like come back in the pandemic no. and ask for like shooter tabs he gave us back in the day for free? Do you? <laughs> he's not gonna try to like settle up with us, is he? Because <laughs> like I thought those were free when I was drinking them. To be fair, uh, <laughs> I didn't know you were going to come back fucking January 2021 and hit me up for to settle up on those tabs, Rick. 
just uh, just quickly before we move on, if you missed it, basically go to nationgear.ca. There's a nice new blue shirt. I love the sh- look of the shirt as well with the, with just the little Oilers Nation logo on top. I think it's super sharp. But you buy the it's shirt black. for 35 bucks. It's black? I thought it was dark blue. No, it's black. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. still, either way. What, are you out now? You're not going to get one? Thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> a little more on the fence. Oh, but... fuck. If it's blah, blue, boys, I'm out. <laughs> we uh, had to keep it very simple yeah. because we, normally it's like, well, let's make a unique design and sell it. But then that just takes like two weeks. Yeah. And, you know, the, you know we're in lockdown now and, you know, we want to just start helping now. So we took something, you know, our, so our screen printing company doesn't have to like make a new screen or anything. We did something really simple and it's, it's, it's a shirt you'd like to wear, but you know, if there's something more to it than just the shirt. Yeah. So you buy the shirt 35 bucks. And then in the comment section, when you're buying it, you put the name of the local hospitality business that, that you want to support. And not only do you get the shirt, you get a $20, $20 gift card to that place. So it, everyone wins kind of is, is the deal here. So good stuff from nationgear.ca couple minutes away from uh from scott hastings here um i we we mentioned off the top like the nhl season potentially not now happening on january 13th and no one really knows we're back into the same rut we were in for a month where it seems like you know like when in november i kept being like it seems like every monday we keep getting well the next seven days are important i hate this shit i hate this moving of the goalpost just give me the bad news now so i agree yeah, I, I would prefer that as well. Like, I just want to know, like, concrete what's happening. But it's gone from now, like, every week is important to, like, you know, the next 48 hours are crucial if they want to start by January 13th. And I feel like it's going to be that pretty much until Christmas. And then it'll be like, ah, okay, January 13th is not happening, guys. Just like, say, we did that with January 1st. It was like, leagues don't want to start January 1. Then I was like, ooh, actually, you know what? Way too fucking late for that. I thought another interesting thing that it looks like is coming out today. Uh, there's a board of governors call today, and it looks like the NHL is going to approve uh, logos on the helmets for the upcoming season. They need to make some money somehow. Wow, yeah, yeah. smart. Does, uh, does anybody on this podcast care about that? Why? Like nope. to me, I'm just like, why would you? Like, yeah, okay, McDavid's going to have a Rogers logo on his head as he skates around the ice. Cool. Like, you're barely going to notice it, and it doesn't really matter. And if it helps the league get going, like, let's just do it, right? I could care less. Wow. One hundred percent. I'm busy. It reminds me of Rogers on account of that helmet ad. It reminds me of uh, I was reading about when the NBA decided to put logos on their jerseys a, a little while ago, and the freakouts people were having about it. And now it's just it's cool. a part of the thing, and nobody cares. Fucking gangster! Exactly. All those Euro jerseys look cool with logos. I and you know what? When I was when I was traveling, I was I got to meet a lot of English soccer fans, football fans, if you will. And for them, a lot of it is you almost can tell how long somebody's been a fan based on which corporate logo is on the jersey they're wearing. I thought that was kind of interesting as well. Remember Skyreach? It's, it'll always be Skyreach under to me. Remember that? That was great. Company I love never me a, heard of once suddenly was the sponsor of the arena. I love me a scissor look. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? I'm 12. How am I supposed to help? Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't support them like they supported us. When you think of that old barn, Tyler, would it be Rexall place to you? Oh yeah, we we talked about this on the podcast whatever a month or so ago. It's Rexall for me. But everyone has like, I mean, you still get people who would call it the Coliseum or Northlands or I like you guys Skyreach. But for me, it's definitely Rexall. I call I, the Edmonton Garden. That's how I do my business. Okay, low tide. <laughs> <laughs> and then you would tie in a song from 1976 and bring it all together. The wreck yeah. of the Edmonds Fitzgerald. I'd left one of my favorite low tide stories is when he talks about the wreck of the Edmonds Fitzgerald. And one day 
while we were in a commercial break. He said, hey, it's the anniversary of that song being released. Can you play it? And I was like, there is no chance that is in our system uh, that consists of songs from the Bear and Virgin Low Tide. Like, we are not getting the wreck of the Edmonds Fitzgerald on this station. So anyways, there's my there's my Low Tide story uh, for the episode. All right. We got to uh, transition a little bit here. Wanya, any parting thoughts to, to leave with yeah, us? Yeah, what I would like to tell everybody who's listening to this show, if you're like me and you're bored and you can't find anything to do with your time, mm-hmm. go to YouTube and type in Best Shuffle Dance Music 2020. The video maker okay. is called Dream Music or Magic Club. The amount of views is in the millions. You're welcome. I could last until 2022 with no hockey as long as I have these fucking playlists. I'm going to put this in the article. <laughs> You look that shit up, everybody. Was it well, Dream Music? Is that what you said? What's that? Dream Music? Is one of the, yeah, like the channel. All right. I found one. Fair These enough. Fucking shuffle dancers, man. They're so hot. Okay. Well, there's uh, some parting. <laughs> I mean, I asked for parting thoughts from Wanye, and uh, he gave us his okay, parting thoughts. Uh, all right. Yeah. It's time to uh, transition a little bit here and bring in our friend Scott Hastings from Oddshark, oddshark.com. It's your spot. Become a better, better. At oddshark.com, they got the supercomputer. They got articles from all their experts as well. They give you all the information you need for, I mean, in, in to reference this interview, all the information you need for NFL betting. But it's not just NFL betting at Oddshark. It's pretty much any sport you want. And we're getting close to being able to bet on hockey once again. Hopefully, potentially, depends. I don't know. Uh, but that day is coming eventually, Scott. Y- you excited to get back to uh, throwing some units down on ho- NHL hockey? Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait and just need the owners and players and everyone just 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 sign the deal. As exactly. Jake Paul says, as Jake Paul says to uh, to Connor, just sign the effing contract. Um, hey, I uh, just quickly on hockey. I don't know if, you, if if you've seen the odds for the World Juniors, but on the book I use, they came out at plus two hundred for Canada to win. That seems like the steal of the century for me to get Canada at plus two hundred in this tournament with this roster. Yeah, the only thing that's missing is Lafreniere. You know, if he yeah. was in there, that this just be a walk away. It'd be like the 05 team, which was absolutely terrific. Uh, Jeff Glass and Ned, if you guys remember yeah. that, oh, Mark yeah. MacArthur rocking the third line. How about them apples? Um, the only thing that's scary for Canada is that the Russian team's going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Askar Askarov and Ned is going to be. He's going to be a force. He's going to be really tough. We're going to see a lot of unders there in, in uh, Russia games, uh, but. In the in the division Canada's in, they'll they'll roll through that. Like that other division is brutal. States Russia and Sweden have fun with that. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's the group of death to steal a, a term from soccer. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Canada at, at plus two hundred. I, I told a friend of mine who's from the states who does not bet on World Juniors. In fact, they don't even really watch it down yeah. there. And I said, get on the get on Canada. Like that, that's a good play. Um, just since this is probably going to be the last time we chat with you, uh, before the world juniors start here, were you, uh, like we had this debate on, I wasn't, I don't know if it's real life or it was our, if it was our other podcast, but like, you know, it feels like world junior interest for everyone like peaked when they were like in high school, early twenties, when you could like go to the bars, watch team Canada and all that. But for you, any big world junior memories from the past? Yeah. Well, I think the, uh, who was it against the Russians with the goal with, Four seconds to Jordan go. Eberle, Jordan yeah. Eberle. Jordan Eberle, of course. You guys, of course, an Edmonton fan would yep. know that one. Uh, yeah, peeling it out with uh, several seconds and then forcing the overtime. I think that's one of the standouts for me. It was absolutely terrific. Of course, Jonathan Tays in the shootout. Uh, that's that's an iconic memory. Just so many of them. Uh, that 05 team was just, just 
just an absolute wagon that just there was never a moment where you thought they were in trouble. They were nah. winning though. They were winning games by touchdowns. Like, oh, it was routinely. It was insane. I remember, uh, I think Jeff Glass won goalie of the tournament. And I was like, he didn't do anything. Like, yeah, I could have won happen. goalie of the tournament when he faced <laughs> 10 shots. A- Are you kidding me? Uh, it should be a fun time. And I mean, just the fact that we're so starved for hockey right now, the hype around the world juniors, uh, should be it should be even greater. Uh, the thing I wonder about is, like you mentioned that just absolute deadly, deadly division. But with no crowd... And with things kind of being like weird coming into the tournament, you know, Sweden's lost their coaching staff, their top line center, some important pieces. Seems like a lot of teams have lost a handful of important pieces. I wonder if this could kind of be the year of the underdog. Like, I think I might be looking at a team like Germany, not to obviously win gold, but maybe on game by game betting, I think they could probably keep it closer than they maybe would have in a normal tournament. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just as you said, it's a, it's going to be a weird tournament. There's, there won't be that crowd to energize you, and you get like a like a Latvia who will always have the goaltender that stands on his head. Yeah. And maybe if he, you know, if, if Latvia, let's just say Latvia goalie standing on their head, playing a team Canada in Canada, of course the fans are eventually going to carry Canada over the edge. And where the fans might not be there, you know, a team like a Latvia could pull off an upset or Martin Gerber for Switzerland, if we all remember that one from yep. the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I definitely think there's going to be aspects to that, but I do think that the powerhouses are also going to be the powerhouses. I think Russia will be tough. I think Sweden will be tough, and I think Canada is going to be really, really tough. Never uh, rule out the pesky Finns. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's like, true. They have that uh, what's his name, Ranu, who was projected to go first overall, but now it's slipped a little bit in the the pre-draft rankings, but. Uh, yeah, they could have the first Finnish player to go first overall next year. Interesting stuff. Uh, for those of you who want more World Junior Talk, tomorrow on Oilers Nation Radio, we're going to be joined, or right now it seems like we're going to be joined by Jordan Tutu, who's going to be talking to us a little bit about his World Junior memories. Uh, we were talking with, earlier this week, Jeff Wojwicka, who was on the blue line of that 2003 World Junior team with Tutu. He roomed with Tutu and told us that Tutu was selling caribou jerky out of his hotel room during the tournament. So uh, we're, we're excited to get confirmation on that tomorrow. That, that was Halifax. Yeah, that was the that Halifax. That was an absolute ripper of a tournament here. Yeah. Uh, and, and Tutu, yeah, he, he painted the town red. Like, he, he went to town here in Halifax, had a really good time. Um, and Roy Wickham describes the goal he scored against the U.S. He says he got the winning goal, I think, in the semifinals against the U.S. He still says that's probably the best hockey moment of his career was scoring that goal. So the World Juniors this year are going to be fun as always. Uh, we were talking a little bit about underdogs, and that's where I'm going to go to start our NFL chat this week, Scott. I, we're getting now towards the end of the regular season, so I feel like it's at the point where you can kind of look back at the year and start to reflect on some trends have there been any underdog teams that have been consistently really good at covering the spread? Maybe not winning outright, but at least keeping it close? Yeah, so you you asked me this question, and I wanted to throw it back to you because it made me think off top. What you know? Who was my first team that came to my mind? And I was curious what you guys thought. I For me, the Jags, I want to say, have, have been a team where the Jags and the Raiders, I want to say, have been the two teams the best at keeping games close. Anyone else? I barely know what I'm talking about at the best time, Scott. So I don't, I don't really know. What to I'll say here. Washington. Washington is up there. The Gi- same division. The Giants are number oh. one. I thought I thought the Bengals, uh, but they've got the same record as your Jags, six and six as underdog. New York Giants eight and three as a dog, zero oh and two as a favorite. 
which is pretty interesting. Uh, Baltimore 2-0, and if you're looking for 100% stat, there's three teams at 100%, Baltimore, New England, and Kansas City. So uh, if they're an underdog, you should definitely <laughs> play them, which I think is a no-brainer anyways. Uh, and to that matter, New Orleans is an underdog to Kansas City, so that 100% may go away this weekend. Uh, so, yeah, no, it, it made me think, great when you asked that question, I, I immediately thought the Bengals, because uh, early in the season they were really rolling, uh, keeping games uh, very competitive with Joe Burrow. And, of course, when he went down, that uh, that line has definitely shifted it, uh, not in their favor. So the Giants, G-Man, 8-3 and three as underdogs. Uh, we're going to get football on a Saturday this week, which I personally love. One, it involves my Buffalo Bills. And I like when the Bills don't play during the two prime time or like the two big slates on Sunday because it allows me to focus on the betting, not on my favorite team. Uh, but Buffalo-Denver, I'm looking at Buffalo at minus six in this game. Spoiler alert, that might be one of my locks of the week. Um, <laughs> then you also have Carolina and Green Bay. Uh, a thought on either of those two games? Is there anything that stands out? Uh, I, I don't mind the under uh, in the Buffalo-Denver no. game just because teams go to Denver and it's always it's always one of those games. It's going to be cold. You know, it's it's Denver in December on a Saturday. So uh, I do like the under. Just teams, that's one of those ones that just, they always play to an under. They always play these <laughs> slow, scrappy. Uh, and, and it's hard not to back the pack right now. They're just absolutely on fire. Um, so I expect them to put the Panthers away for good uh, and eliminate them from the 2020 playoff contention. Uh, the Houston Indy game on Sunday, that was one of the most frustrating beats for me all season was when I took the over last time they played and they were at like 44 points at the half and didn't score. I know. I think it was like a safety in the second half. That drove me nuts. Um, I don't have it in front of me here, but the over-under in that game, should I be going back to that or should I have learned my lesson and not let them bite me twice? So it's 51, it's 51 and a half, 51, yeah, whichever your book is saying there. Uh, my numbers have been under here, uh, but not a strong play one way or the okay. other. And, and uh, yeah, I think I also was on that over in that game. And, you know, you're licking your chops at halftime saying, okay, where am I going to spend this money next? What's Duke saying on Monday? So, uh, and then just a complete flat second half. So, uh, uh, you know, and now now you could play the under 51 and a half and they put up 70. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't surprise me. So that game, both both the side and total is a – Colts are seven-point favorites. You know, Houston's one of these teams that they can keep it competitive. And the Colts, when they rely strictly on their defense, as they have uh, frequently, although T.Y. Hilton getting hot, uh, definitely oh. improves their offense, yeah. Wow. Uh, I was all in on him preseason for fantasy-wise, and – a complete dud. I dropped him, and now look at him. So egg on my face. <laughs> yeah, myself and Jay both have huge fantasy uh, matchups here, and it starts tonight with uh, both of us rooting for our boy Austin Eckler in the Thursday nighter. Uh, the one when the lines dropped, I was stunned to see Tampa Bay only be minus two against Atlanta. Like I, I looked at that and I went, "Man, this is." It looks like it should be a dub for the Bucks. Who you know, I know they've been inconsistent, a little up and down, but they're still a pretty good team. It's now shifted. To minus six. Do you, do you like the Bucks at, at minus six, or do you think Atlanta's been playing good enough football to keep that close? Yeah, no, I, I like the six. I think Atlanta had their little peak. Um, you know, they, remember how atrocious they were to start the season. They lost to Dallas. Remember that one? Yeah. They shouldn't have lost to Dallas, but they did. They blew it. And that's the Falcons I'm used to, is the team that just blows it. In fact, when Ian Mack, our uh, co, my colleague, 
he abandoned his Falcons and chose a different team. That's when they started to win. Then he went back on the Falcons. They start to lose. He's still on the Falcons, so you got to fade the Falcons. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yep. That is rock-solid research. It is, though. you got to believe in it. That's right. If you don't, it'll bite you. That's right. It's automatic at this point. So I do yeah. like Tampa Bay minus six. I do like them more at minus two, but uh, I'll take them at <laughs> minus six. Uh, Jay, we didn't get a chance to talk about your brownies on Monday night. Who boy. Oh, mm. Like that's it. Oh. What a great game! <laughs> like what a great game! Oh, it was and unreal. You just look back and you're like, they missed the fucking field goal. Okay, and then they they punch it in with a minute and four left when maybe he shouldn't he shouldn't have reached. He should have just took the out of bounds on the one yard and just eat that clock up and not. You know, giving Lamar a minute is is more than enough. And like the the whole storyline with Lamar and then McSorley or whatever his name was coming in, and then him getting busted up, and then like like you can just hear like the the sirens playing of like of, of the coming out music of of Lamar like in WWE to save the day, <laughs> and then on fourth down to do what he did, like oh, it was devastating as a Brownie fan. I was actually uh, so I don't know if any of you have been to Cleveland. But uh, there's a there's an institution of a of a smoked meat shop there called Carl's, and Carl obviously runs Carl's, and you go to Carl's. Uh, but we're, we really come close with his son, and uh, me and my buddy uh, we had a joint like this as well. I was remember we talked about me being hungover on Monday, so on yeah. Saturday I, that's what produced the hangover. So we did a three three person FaceTime to our boy Mikey in Cleveland, talking about the season talking about how the fucking Browns are going to whoop the Ravens and then got doled out that shit sandwich on <laughs> Carl's like. Damn. Anyways, right. I can rant about the Browns forever. Yeah, I'm fully aware of that. Uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't believe I missed my Nick Chubb prop, the, his rushing prop, by two yards. I had him at 83 and a half, and he ran for 82. So at the end, I was screaming. I'm, I'm like, run the ball a few times. Get this <laughs> clock down, you morons. And uh, they yeah. did not listen to me. Um, all right. Yeah, they, he was zipping it. That's right. They kept yeah. passing. Fuck yeah! I was. Uh, and then that interception, like, uh, yeah, it was frustrating. A lot of ways the Browns should have won that game, but they didn't. My uh, my biggest gambling moment of the week. I had the Bills to be up by two and a half at the end of the first half in their game against uh, the Steelers, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, ah, there's no chance. Steelers got the ball. Then they threw the pick six. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna hit. I can't. Yeah. They can miss the fucking point after. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Classic. Yeah. Um, all right, okay, let's get to our picks of the week. Let's look back at week 14. Uh, the four of us on the podcast, we went one and three. Ugly week. Jay's the only one who nailed it. He had Washington plus three. I, yeah, getting I, hot at the right time. I barely missed on Green Bay minus eight. Upset about that. Chalmers could not have been more wrong on Houston minus one and a half. And uh, Scott Hastings gets his revenge on bagged milk. <laughs> bagged milk is on KC minus seven. And uh, Scott, I listen. You got the pick right, gross. so is that. But that it was, was gross. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't deserve it. Uh, I thought, uh, watching the game, I was just like, oh, well, Dolphins screw me. Good job, Bag Milk. I'm going to retire. I'm, uh, I'm going to sell my house. Uh, I'm never going to lay a bed again. And then the backdoor cover came, and I'm like, we're still alive, baby. Uh, Scott, that was the only one you got right, though, because you had New York yeah. and Cincy as well. So it was kind of an ugly week all around. But, hey, we'll bounce back this week. Um, let's start, you know, a bag milk. You could use the pick me up here. So we'll, we'll let you go first. I kind of want to do something controversial here. Okay. 
and pick KC? Nope. You guys always say that I pick favorites. All right. Every week you're saying this. But what I'm tempted to do, and I don't know if I'm going to do it here or not, I'm looking at the New York Jets being down by 17 and a half. That's a hefty spread. It is. That is a hefty spread. So you know what? Just to keep things spicy and go against everything that you guys say, I always pick KC, which I do. Love the Chiefs. I'm going to go off the board a little bit for myself, and I'm going to go the New York Jets are not going to get beat by 17 and a half points. Okay. <laughs> What's crazy is that feels like a risky bet because the Jets are so bad. They are bad. They're, They're so bad. bad. But They're I'm so looking bad. through all of they They have been beat by that margin yeah. a few times this year, but not nearly as much as you'd probably think. Yep. All right. Oh, trust so, me. I've been caught by the Jets several times. I hate them. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, so you can't say I'm always picking KC. It's just not. Oh, well, now happen. we can. Yeah. Hey, I, I tried. I tried taking the Jets once this year, and it just blew up in my oh, face. Oh, they're, they're horrendous. And then they'll go and cover when they shouldn't. So yeah. Uh, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I'm gonna make myself look like an even bigger moron than I already am. That's the first time this year in our picks, Bag Milk. You've taken a plus money or a plus spread. <laughs> you've been minus all year, but so have I. So I'm not really one to talk. I've only taken minus spreads. Um, I also, at the beginning of the year, I love to rip Jay for always taking his favorite team, but here we are, third time in four weeks. <laughs> I'm back in my bills, man. I think they can win by a touchdown against Denver. I know it's probably going to be low scoring, but I'm thinking like 17 to 10 or 21 to 10 or something like that. I think the bills will find a way to get some offense, and I like their defense to shut down Drew Locke, so I'm going Buffalo minus six. Chalmers is not here, so he has to do his pick on uh, through text, so he gets to go last. Jay, where are you going for your pick? Oh, where am I going? Well, Brownie's only four and a half against... I always got to reference the Brownies first. Uh, <laughs> minus four and a half against the Giants. That should be easy money. Now, Freddie Kitchens is called yes. the offense. That's the yeah. scary yeah. Revenge, Revenge game. game. And Colt yep. McCoy. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, that's, uh, that's a little scary. Um, so, I'm, uh, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Okay. They pulled off a victory last week. With their new starting quarterback, Jalen Hurts, plus six against a hurt Kyler Murray, uh, who isn't as mobile right now. Philly is in that nasty, disgusting division. They need a win. I think I, I might even bet them straight up, but wow. take the six points. Bold. Bold. Fair enough, though. All right, Jay is taking. Don't, I don't hate it. Really? Ah, thank you. I, I don't. don't no, I don't hate it. But then anytime we're together, it's always... Uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get Chalmers pick later, but Scott Hastings, where are you going with your three? Do we have any insight on what Chalmers wants? He's the only one I haven't beat. Uh, no, we have no idea. He was on the pod for like 10 minutes. And Try and left, call so. him right now. Try and call him in right now. He had a pop-out. Try and call him in right now. Okay, he, I'm hitting ring. Chalmers always, always joins the podcast while he's working, so sometimes he gets pulled away. Yeah. We also have... Uh, we've got to do a rubber match against Bag Milk at some point. But, uh, <laughs> I'm refusing to, I'm just staying away from the Jets. So I guess we'll go with. Uh, oh, there's Chalmers. Oh, Hello. Are you you're home, Chalmers? You're oh. not connected to any sort of oh, audio okay. right now. Um, so we'll give you Chalmers. You there? Oh, oh he's gone. Hey, Scott, you get to pick. To a base. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go with. Uh, I guess we'll start with Tampa Bay uh, getting the six, giving up six points to the Falcons. 
I just think they're the better team all around here. And, and although that line has moved a lot for my liking, I still like Tampa Bay minus six. Um, I'm looking at Seattle five and a half against Washington. Uh, although Washington's on a bit of a win streak and Seattle has been in trending in the opposite direction. I like this for a good uh, bounce back game. I'm not, I just no belief in Washington. I just want to hear what Chalmers says before I make my third pick. Chalmers, where are you going with your pick? Okay, can you hear me right now? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this pick is going to be super off the cuff because I haven't looked at too much. Um, okay, so the way that I am looking is I'm going to the Bucks minus five and a half. You can't take Over it. Scott already took side. it. Scott already took it. Scott already took it. Okay, my second one is I am going... Oh, man, that Dolphins minus the two looks real, real nice. Um, oh, Cardinals minus the six. Home squad. I'm going home Home squad minus the six. Cardinals. Happy, bro. I picked Philly plus six. Yeah, but he can take Arizona. He can take the reverse of you. Yeah. That's what yeah. I said. Come at me. All right. Oh, That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's go. Challenge accepted. Excellent. Well, I uh, so I don't get to fade you this week, but I'm coming for you. It's going to happen one of these days. <laughs> so I guess we'll go with uh, Detroit and Tennessee over 51 and a half, uh, two of the best over teams this year. Um, yeah, I just, I, I like that. Detroit's getting a little healthier. They're slinging the ball around. So over 51 and a half, Detroit and uh, Tennessee. All right, there we go. There's our picks for the week. Chalmers is on Arizona minus six against Philly. Jay is taking the reverse of that, taking Philly plus six. I'm going Buffalo plus the, or minus six against Denver. Bagged milk, taking those New York Jets plus 17 and a half. And, uh, Scott, They're not going to lose by three scores. Fair enough. And Scott <laughs> is taking Tampa Bay minus six, Seattle minus five and a half, and the Denver Tennessee over 51 and a half. Scott, 17 and 10 on the year when picking with us. And uh, our cumulative record is 25, 30, and one as a group. So we got some work to do before the end of the season if we want to get back to 500. Uh, but hey, you never know. You never know. Scott, as always, man, appreciate the time. Appreciate the insight. Hey. Take care, guys, and good luck on your wagers. Oh, thanks, Scott. There you go. Scott Hastings from oddtrick.com, which is your spot. It's the number one spot for sports betting information on the internet. Check them out. They got a ton of good experts writing articles. Uh, Joe Osborne's got an NFL betting primer, which he does every week, which is very, very good. And whether it's college ball, NFL, or uh, even Scott Hastings is always doing UFC stuff on oddtrick as well. They're your spot. I really, I, I really get the feeling. Like I feel like Scott's one of the guys. He oh, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Just, he just fits into this so nice. We could talk to him about fucking anything, and he'll he'll have a good answer, and then he'll actually provide expert advice. I also like that, <laughs> uh, you know, he takes his shots. Yeah, he, he faded bag milk last week. He, you know, he, he was he was scared of me this week, though. So mm-hmm. you, you all heard that. He's not going to bet against the uh, powerhouse Jets. <laughs> well, this Wait. is like, it's the silly season. They might, this is where, like, they can pull something off. Yeah. Talk but about some, Chip. That silly season, that Dolphins and that Patriots game. I, I don't know, man. Did anybody take the Dolphins minus two? No, I feel like I should, no. but I'm also like, man, the Pats and the Dolphins, just knowing the pass there, eh, the Pats might still beat them. Yeah. It's yeah, a tough I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's the, the Dolphins play the Patriots hard every year, and right now one team's on an upswing, the one's on the downswing, and they're only giving them a two-point favorite at home, which means they think the Patriots are a one-point favorite. That's insane to me. Yeah, it should be. A what fun are we thinking weekend. tonight? What are we thinking tonight? I'm going I teaser. Bet tonight. I'm I'm taking a teaser. I'm taking the Chargers up to plus nine, and I'm going over forty-seven on the teaser. 
And uh, I'm also probably, since Eckler's playing and it looks like Allen is going to be limited and Williams probably isn't playing, uh, whatever uh, Eckler's passing prop is, I'm going to take him over the receptions. So whatever his over-under is for receptions, I'm taking the over. Yeah, I love, I love right. how Tyler just gets in the fucking weeds with his prop bets. When, when the NHL was playing in the summer with the return to play and the bubble playoffs, Tyler and I would text each other all the time about these random props we were doing. And sometimes he would send me, he's like, I've got like I've got a sweet shot prop for the second period. Check this one out. I'm like, what is going on with you, dude? Uh, I also put a, a couple of units on Canada to win the World Juniors at plus two hundred, which was just a bargain. I don't think you can find it for I plus two hundred anywhere anymore. But yeah, that was a great bet. I'm proud of that one. It's so, your for, it's your right. It's your patriotic right to do yeah. that. For anybody tonight that listens to this before the game starts, if they don't want to deal with those teaser bets that he's talking about, and they just want to go straight money line and over under of what is set. Um, on the site I'm looking at, uh, they have a 52 over under. So like, like, uh, your M Chuck said, he's going to tease it down to 49. I still think it's going to be 47 even. Okay. I still think it's going to be over 52. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Uh, there's going to be little to no defense in this game. And, uh, yeah, chargers, I'm taking chargers money line. Really? Oh, I like it. Raiders are missing some important players on defense. So, and they don't have rugs, which I guess offsets maybe the Williams loss, but it'll be interesting. It should be a good game. Actually. I know. I just feel like the Chargers, they've, they've missed a lot of games by just that one score losses. And I just, I really, really like Justin Herbert. And um, I think last week they kind of figured some stuff out. And uh, when they beat the Falcons late, I think they're, I, I just think they're poised. And the, and the Raiders, I mean, ever since they, they, they just lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, like they've been, they've been on a downswing. They've had no offense. They've had no defense. It's been bad. Man U's up by two right now on Sheffield, so I might have a few extra dollars to throw around on the Thursday night. Man, you are quickly becoming one of the biggest degenerates I know if you're betting midday soccer. <laughs> yeah, midday midday soccer. Tyler yeah. is going to have like a real problem here. Oh, he's uh, going to put your money to work. I also love that Tyler's got multiple betting accounts where one's like, well, break it down, Tyler. One's like your serious business betting account and the other one's your play account or some shit like that well no i just at the beginning of the nfl season i wanted to see how well i could do like on on my one account i do you know parlays and all that stuff but on this other account i just stuck to like one unit size and i only do like maybe three or four nfl picks a week but i research them hard i do all that and uh i will admit it's not going great but it's not going absolutely terrible either i think i'm four picks under 500 right now um, so again, I need to, I need to get hot here before the end of the year, but I just wanted a second account where I could actually track my progress a little bit better. Total degen thing to do. How about this? I just see as we're wrapping up the podcast, just, this is one of those mind blowing Gretzky things that pops up every now and then that doesn't really make sense all that much on this day in 1983, Wayne Gretzky recorded one goal and five assists <laughs> to reach the 500 assist and 800 point milestone. Now, my question for you guys is how many games do you think that took him? 800 points in the NHL. I will say 600. 450. Uh, ooh, 372. 352. Wow. Just fucking crazy. That's insane. Crazy. Yeah, man. Some of those, like those records are just the way the game is now. Like those are just, I'm not breaking any news here, giving a hot take, but they're just untouchable. Okay. So I got a question about your 200, your plus 200 bet for the Canada to win the world juniors. If they're plus 200, is that the best of the odds? Yeah. Yeah. By far? No, Russia's right behind them at like plus 250. Oh, okay. 
Okay. I actually think Russia has a real good, like Russia, even at that money, just putting a unit on Canada and putting a unit on Russia is probably a safe play. Cause like those Russians. I was going to say, you can, you could probably hedge your bet yeah. with a, just a, a Russian one. Isn't it crazy what a mind fuck that it is when you see a plus odds on anything and you feel like it's a sure thing, like Canada winning the World Juniors, and you just, you're like, why, why isn't more people like getting on this? That's amazing value, but it's a whole, t- like, you lose sight of that. It's a whole tournament worth of games, right? Yeah. Like, I, I always do so that. So much can go wrong. So yeah. much can go wrong. But uh, what I'll add is that, like, looking at this tournament for me, I think it's a 50-50 Canada wins. I think there's an equal chance. I'd say 50% chance Canada wins, 40% chance Russia wins, and like a 10% on like USA, Finland, Sweden possibly winning. So for me, cool. if if it's something that I believe has a 50% chance of happening and you're going to give me plus 200 odds on it, it's smart betting to, to take, take it, it, right? Yeah, yeah. We cross, you cross, multiply, and divide that. That is in your favor. <laughs> I even bet on, I, the odds weren't great on it, but I even bet on Canada to win their group in the round robin because like, it's still a 33% return on your money. But still, well, like the odds of that happening are so good because their group sucks. Exactly. You, you know what I'm upset about is my book right now that I'm on is only showing Canada as plus 130 to win. Got to get on a new book. You got to shop around, shop those lines. Oh, yeah, I'll go back to Odd Shark. Odd Shark led me to this one book, wow. so I'll see where um, they always tell me where the best odds are at. Yes, that is that is the right way to do it. You go to oddshark.com, they give you your sports betting information. Uh, all right, we are going to be back on Monday for a holiday episode. We haven't really decided if we're doing that at the normal time or if we're going to do it at night and only talk I about... I think... Don't we have our, our nation Christmas thing that night, Jay? Really? Is that... I don't know what Monday night or I don't have a calendar Tuesday night. I've got it on Tuesday. I got okay. uh, We're good then. So uh, you're I'm Chuck uh, Chalmers. If you guys want to join us at 8 p.m. on a virtual Christmas party, well, when are we? Yeah, when are we going to do the podcast where we have a couple drinks? I I was saying Monday night. Oh yeah, Monday night. Oh, maybe what what do we do like Monday happy hour? Yeah, like right before the football game, maybe right up to kickoff. Sure. So like five o'clock then you guys want to do it? Five till six, we'll record it. So for people yeah, listening, sure. that means the epi- our Christmas episode will get released sometime Monday evening. I'll edit it while I watch the podcast uh, or while I watch the football game. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and then that'll be, we'll take a week off. So no Thursday episode uh, next week. I'll make sure I let my wife know I'm taking the night off from parenting that night. Because if, if I start hammering the rise at five, <laughs> going to be a good Monday nighter. That's a shift. Hey, did JR, did uh, you get your, did, so boys, just a little holiday thing. Remember last week I talked about how Christmas season was just kind of going to be different this year and yep. kind of going to suck and what yep. to do. And mm-hmm. so my wife and I, that night, I kind of said to him like, this really sucks. We got to figure out something. And she came up with the greatest idea, which I love. And I'm just wondering if JR got his, uh, if his, if his um, better half told him about it yet. If not, uh, what we're doing is with just a small group of friends, probably about eight to ten of us. We went and bought ten large gingerbread house packet like kits, right? Okay. And so, oh, so what we're doing is we're bringing them over, and we're trying to decide. But like all the girls are handling this about it at some point. Um, but either Friday or Saturday night, we're going to with the families have a gingerbread gingerbread house making competition. There's going nice. to be we're going to be judged on four categories: the best overall <laughs> gingerbread house. The most yep. structure, most structurally sound, of course. Um, the most creative, and I think the, the the most important one 
um, the family that argues the least. Uh, we're gonna because we're gonna get we're gonna get to see some real family dynamics. Oh and, boy! So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. So basically, we're gonna drop all these gingerbread houses off probably tonight, and then we're all gonna get on a Zoom call and in our kitchens or whatever. We're gonna build these gingerbread houses, and I think it's gonna be a fun way just to have a couple of drinks and and kind of just be together for a little bit in a weird way, yeah. but doing kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. If anybody's listening to this and you and you and you and you're trying to think of ideas, I mean, there's one for you because I haven't really had too many people tell me any other ones. So we're just kind of oh, trying to figure. I out love it. That's that's exciting. That's that's my Saturday night now. I had nothing going on. Now I have something. Yeah, and I kind of want it to like. I, so I kind of want it to be Saturday night, but there's a there's a mega push for Friday. Saturday night, we get to watch some football while we do it. But um, the thing is, is uh, you're doing that with the family, you'll probably get the side eye. And you're not oh. going to win. You're not going to win the family that argues the least if you're watching football at the same time as you're trying to do this thing. Fair, fair enough. So. All right. Yeah, so, yeah. So there's what's coming up here on the next week around the Real Life Podcast. Monday we'll have our Christmas episode. So uh, look forward for that. If you're refreshing your Apple Podcast at four o'clock next Monday, like usual, uh, podcast might not be there. It'll be up later. Um, so all right, that's going to do it for episode 240 of the Pod. Brought to you by Oodle Noodle. Ten percent of all in-store and curbside pickup goes towards a local charity. And don't forget our friends at Twig and Berries. You get 15% off with the promo code NATION15. Also, if you want to you know, spread some holiday cheer, nationgear.ca. Buy a shirt for 35 bucks, and you get a $20 gift card to the local restaurant of your choice. So good stuff going on there as well. All right. Thanks for an hour of your time, guys. See you, guys. Thank, you're welcome for 20 minutes of my time. <laughs> Episode 240 <laughs> of the Real Life Podcast <laughs> is over. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.